Hello, winter people. It's your host, Allison McGee, coming to you from my recording studio, which, as you may or may not know, is my dining table most of the time and my porch the rest of the time, with this dog who is now attempting to jump up on my lap because he hears me talking. Please forgive my creaky chair. Please forgive the mess on my dining table, which you luckily cannot see all this recording equipment scattered everywhere. And by recording equipment, I mean a microphone and the headphones that are on my head. Oh, there's that creaky chair. Forgive me, forgive me. You know what? I'm just going to get right to the point. This is rough, isn't it? This is rough, rough, rough. Children being slaughtered. Children who have been slaughtered. People slaughtering each other. I am never in my life going to understand it. It happens. It happens all the time. And this is when I want to just put my arms around the entire freaking world and just make everyone feel better so they'll stop hurting each other. My God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry, world. That is why we are here with our poems, because a poem cannot help but help even a little bit. I'm going to move away from the topic of the endless wars this world seems to find itself in, uh, and move to poems. Let's, shall we? Someone wrote that in an email to me the other day, and I laughed out loud. It's so Victorian-sounding. Let's, shall we? Today I'm thinking about love, not war, although they can be entwined. And I'm not thinking about love between people. That's typically what many of us, and I'm including me as well, turn to when we think about love. There's so many kinds of love though, aren't there? There's love of people, there's love of a place, there's love of things. There's love of animals, like this little dog whose head I am scratching or petting as we speak. And by we, I mean you and me, winter people. And then there's love for the things that we most want to do with our lives. And that longing for the thing you most want to do can be so silent and internal it can be obvious and external. Some people want to work with small children and make them laugh and teach them and comfort them. Other people yearn to make a lot, lot, lot of money. Other people want to make the rivers clean. Others, they have this longing in them to make art of whatever kind. I know that I was born with this, this longing to make art. I remember being tiny and wanting to be a ballerina. 
I remember wanting to be an actor. I remember wanting to be a singer-songwriter. These were all subsequent wantings. And then when I turned six and I learned how to print, yeah, I wanted to be a writer. It's an insatiable quest and it will never end. <laughs> there are endless, endless stories in me. And when I read this poem, today's poem by Jessica Tank, I felt a shock of love and wonder and recognition for her subject. And I hope you like this poem too. Here's the poem for you. It's called Samson et Dalila. Samson et Dalila. It must be French. Samson et Dalila. Obviously referring to Samson and Delilah. Opus 47 by Jessica Tank. I would wonder over it often. The welt on my teacher's throat. My hand cupped round the neck of my cello. Hollow, I hugged to me. So thin the music stand. So thin what kept the din of strings from the electric weather of my blood. In profile, my teacher's tucked hair, frown, perpetual bruise. Horsehair on metal, purr torn from a gate thrown open. And to what? Only when she lifted her violin to play would I understand the mark. How close she held the carved thing to tear its music out. When I read this poem, and when I think about this poem, I think of how our physical bodies are sometimes marked by the things we love to do. I think of how my rower friend's hands are so calloused. How when she began they bled and now they're just hard. They're hard and calloused and they never bleed. I think of my partner, the painter, and how every night he comes home from the studio and there are just splotches of paint all over his shaved head, his hands, his fingers, embedded in his fingernails, up and down his jeans that basically can stand up by themselves. They, they are more layers and layers of paint at this point than actual pants. His boots, same thing. They're like archaeological renderings of all the paintings he has made over the years. I'm looking at my hands right now. My hands. There's a little black dot in the palm of one where I think I was seven and I stood up to catch a pencil that someone was throwing me across the classroom and I caught it and I instinctively closed my hands on it and the lead, the graphite of the pencil broke off in the palm of my hand and everyone just said, oh, it'll work its way out, but it never did. And I look at that pencil lead and I think you, you prognosticated my future. 
I look at my nails clipped so, so, so short so that I can type as fast, fast, fast as possible so that these fingers can fly over the keyboard and outrace my thoughts. I think of our physical bodies and how they show sometimes what we most love to do in this world. And that's it, my friends. Once more, we have come to the end of another episode. It's dark outside. It is cold. Let us warm ourselves by the fire of poetry. If you like this episode, send it to someone else who might. If you have something that you are dealing with in your life and you just need a poem, let me know, will you? You can email me or send a voice memo to wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is wordsbywinterpodcast at gmail.com. Poems have been helping me my whole life. Maybe they'll help you as well. Longtime listeners, are you listening to how I'm changing up our ending? <laughs> I challenged myself to do that. Original theme music for our show is by Dylan Parisi. Additional music by Kelly Krebs. Artwork by Mark Gary. Today's poem, Samson et Dalila, Op. 47, is by Jessica Tank. She kindly allowed us to publish it. That was Paco shaking his body and his collar. Let me just tell you a tiny bit about Jessica, will you? Jessica Tank is the author of Winter Here. It, was, it will be published next spring, this coming spring in 2024, and I will be ordering my copy, and you should too. She won the 2022 Georgia Poetry Prize, which is a big deal, and she grew up in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, on the shores of vast Lake Michigan. She lives and writes now in Salt Lake City. So that is our featured poet of the day, and uh, our poetry podcast here, Words by Winter, is Everythinged by me. Hosted, written, produced, created, with the help of Paco the dog, of course. Words by Winter, conversations, reflections, poems about the passages of life. It is rough out there, isn't it? It's so rough. We have to help each other through. <laughs>